Broadcasting from the wine country in California, this is the Kick-Ass Relationship Show, where intimate secrets and modern advice for couples is shared to elevate your relationship to live sexier, happier, and have way more fun. We believe success in life is better when mixed with excitement and love. And now, here's your kick-ass relationship coach and best-selling author, Midori Verity. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode. And today's show is going to be incredible because we have Miss Furley Almonte in the house. She is so much fun. I met her a few years ago, and she is just insanely charismatic and energetic. Not only that, she is an expert at resilience and confidence and actually romance and love too. So we're going to be hitting on all those topics. So if recently or not so recently, you have gone through a period that was challenging where you felt like maybe you were knocked down a bit, you suffered heartbreak, loss, disappointment, whatever it may be, this is going to be a very impactful show for you today. And not only that, we are going to be talking about relationships. So there's going to be a lot to experience in this in this episode with Furley and myself. So I am glad you are here. As always, we start off our show with three minutes to thrive. And today I am making it super simple. I was listening to a podcast. I'm a huge, huge fan of podcasts. And there's a gentleman named Jim, Jim Quick, K-W-I-K. And he teaches what's called the quick brain. And he helps with reading speed and memorization and mastering your ability to acknowledge and to remember and recite things. And for me, that's always a big thing for me. I want to learn as much as I can and the quickest amount of time possible. And so anyway, I was listening to his episode this morning and he brought up the whole idea of gratitude. And y'all know how I am such a firm believer in gratitude. But what I took away from his conversation this morning was something so simple that's so impactful. But before we go there, I want to just remind everyone the reason why I am such a huge crazy fan of gratitude is it changes our mindset. I always talk about positive mindset for those who have have consciously made an effort to go from having more negative thoughts to more positive thoughts. You understand the impact of switching from that type of mentality. It makes you happier. It makes everyone around you happier. Your family will be more confident and successful as well as you. Your life will become more successful by simply having a more positive mindset. That's why I'm a super freak on gratitude. So this idea is so crazy simple, but I want you all to do it because it's awesome. All I want you to do is think about all the things that you are grateful for that you have in your life today, not what you're working towards, but what you have in your life today that didn't cost you anything. So your family, your health, your um, your friends, whatever it is. And I want you to write it down. Is Just brainstorm, write it all down. The next thing I want you to do is I want you to look at that every single morning. Just recite that and look at it. And watch what happens over a period of weeks. Might not even take that long. But just doing this when you first wake up, looking at all the reasons why you 
all the reasons you have to be grateful for the life that you're in right now. And the reason why I like talking about this today is we're talking about resilience and confidence. And so this goes along with that beautifully. So anyway, I hope that is of value. Next week, we are going to be talking about, oh, next week's going to be really cool. My Three Minutes to Thrive is going to be about being the director of your own movie to redesign the life that you really want to live. It is an awesome exercise. So you want to make sure that you're back here for that. And you can always find these on my Facebook page at Midori Verity. That's where you'll find it. So if you happen to not be able to make it, go over there and check it out. And that's where I will be having them all. But without further ado, let's get our wonderful guest on today. Let me tell you a little bit about Furley. There is actually no simple way to describe this multi-talented visionary. Out of her personal catastrophic experiences, Miss Almonte created a magnificent brand as an emerge into a global resilience leader. She was born in the Philippines, but now resides in New Jersey. Miss Almonte travels the world to speak. She hosts important events, concerts, and fundraisers, and provides workshops and coaching programs on resilience, life reinvention, image, confidence and public speaking to private clients, corporations, and organizations. So join me in welcoming Miss Furley to our show. Hi, Furley. Hello, Midori, you gorgeous one. What a lovely introduction. Thank you so very much. I've been so looking forward to this day because uh, we have such a great topic. First of all, I love what the segue uh, that you had in the earlier part of your show about gratitude. And I'd if I may, I'd like to share one point of gratitude that I would like to um, to share with the audience, if I may. Please, please share. I am very, very grateful for my wonderful, fantastic marriage. You have an incredible wife. I adore yes. her. Uh, yes. So, okay, well, go, well, let's talk about that a little bit. Yeah. What sure. are you so grateful for? Because I know that you have. Um, you know, you've gone through some challenges, but tell us a little bit about that. Why, why are you so grateful for Chris, Christine? You know, um, Christine is, uh, I would say, I call her my healing angel as a matter of fact, because many of us have gone through different partners, you know, spouses probably, and I've had a few. And um, I would say this is the first time in my life that I was allowed to be free to be me. I was allowed to shine in my light without fear of, um, of you know, jealousy, insecurity, ego, or anything like that. I was allowed to soar and share my light with others. And that is really very important because in any marriage, once you feel that the other person feels insecure, left out, or somehow do not feel like you're, they're a part of your shared vision, it becomes very stressful and causes a lot of friction. And so, it, you know, every day, by the way, when, I, when we wake up, we look at each other and, you know, we kiss and we say, I appreciate you for all that you are. Because it's not every day that you actually could wake up to somebody you feel you, you love with all your heart, you trust, respect. You're deeply committed to working at building a lasting and loving and fun 
and sexy relationship, you know, until you get old and gray. And um, <laughs> I have that. <laughs> I have that. And I you do. And I think you hit on a number of things, really. I talk a lot about what makes a successful relationship, obviously, but also how to support the importance of supporting each other and making each other feel very confident. And that's why we're going to be talking quite a bit about confidence today on the show. But because when you have that, when you are supporting one another, when you create that synergy, like clearly you and your wife have, you rise up, you are more successful, you enjoy life more, you will take more risk. And because you know that you have a partner in your corner and I see it all the time. I see it with people who, especially people who have come from relationships that were unhealthy. And then finally they get, you know, it might've been years and years and years, decades that they were in an unhealthy relationship. And then finally they get into that healthy relationship and they're able to let their inner glow show and you see them just brighten up and they do things that they never thought were possible. But that is what I talk about so much. And I'm so glad you brought that up Furley, because that is key. It is so important to help your partner feel confident, support them, be in their back corner, not, not necessarily always telling them that everything is perfect and, and great, but being their partner and being the person that helps them do well and it'll come back in spades correct right really yes yes of course you'd love to be with somebody who brings out the best in you and there was something that you said earlier you know how it is like you've had past relationships and of course in the process it becomes a training period for all of us and then you finally you know reach the point in your life that you've learned enough lessons to be able to actually mold yourself to be the partner that you want to attract so, because, you know, actually that's one of the tips that I'm going to be sharing. But the whole point is that in the process, we're just like the statue of David, you know. Um, we are this unpolished statue. And somewhere along the way, we keep chipping away that, you know, chip away the things we are not. And later on, you will find that you will become a perfect image of the person that you are prepared to share with others. Because if you are not happy with who you are and you don't stand confidently in your value and that you feel that you can contribute to the growth of a, rela- of a relationship, you would feel little, you would feel less, and then what's going to happen is that you feel that you have to, be, to live in the shadow of the other and you will always second-guess yourself. Whereas if you stand in your confidence, you know, in your confident value is what I wanted to say, knowing that you have something to contribute to the growth of a relationship and you know that you bring joy, an abundance of love and, you know, possibilities. That also is very important. Being able to be confident enough to actually nurture each other into our best possibilities because when ego gets on the way what's going to happen is that you are always fearful that you are going to be judged that you're going to offend and of course what how does that make you feel you feel all the time that oh you feel unhappy you feel at some point you're going to feel like you are suppressed and 
you know, feeling suppressed is not a good thing because you begin to become resentful instead of grateful. Those are two key words. You know, when you are grateful, life is a you know, life is a bed of roses. Despite of all the challenges, because no life or no relationships or no marriages are perfect. But if you could find the perfection in each other's imperfection, and you will be able to bring out the brilliance in each other despite all of that, and despite the challenges that you face together, you will blossom and both of you will win. Because the whole idea in a marriage or in any relationship is that you are on the same boat. People forget they are on the same team. And so it's not like you're going to say, well, your side of the boat is sinking. Guess what? We're both sinking together. But you cannot play the blame game. But if, if you could, instead of blaming, actually begin to uplift each other, then you would see that both of you will become very happy. Both of you, you would feel more confident in the value that you share. You would actually, when you have that confidence in yourself, you feel sexy, beautiful. You feel appreciated. You feel that you're full of possibilities and that you know that nothing is going to be stopping you. So you become unstoppably sexy in the relationship. And it's a very beautiful thing. Um, so when you stand confidently in not just the way you look, although it plays uh, a part of it, because you can't let yourself go as well, you know, just because you, after your wedding day you gain like, uh, you know, like a bazillion pounds. And <laughs> we all, <laughs> right? Right. It, okay, so I just want to stop you for a second because... You, there's so many words that you used that are just power words, but my favorite was unstoppably sexy. Who doesn't want to be with someone who is unstoppably sexy? And that does not mean just, and you said it, it's not just the outside person. It's what comes, it's what exudes from the inside out. And we all know those people who have that charisma that just kind of flows out of them. They might not be textbook um, supermodel, but they have this inner beauty that just shines out. And Furley, you know, unfortunately, we're not doing a video right now, so you can't see Furley. But to know Furley, if you actually have met her, she has this. She has that it factor where she walks Aww. in and you shine, you radiate. And so, but what I, the what reason why I wanted to have you on the show today is because you're such, you embody what you teach and you talk about resilience and you've, you're very honest about how your life hasn't always been so beautiful and wonderful and sexy and how you finally have found the path and the way to to find that within yourself and become resilient and to keep going and to find the right person and to live your truth and, and live your passion, which you are today. And that's what is so important. So I just want to back this up a little bit. So many people who I meet, some of me, so many of my clients that come to me have what I call, call doormatism. They have been 
they haven't spoken up in their relationship because they're afraid of, of rocking the boat. And so they become kind of a doormat. They don't speak up. So therefore the other partner becomes more dominating and their confidence goes down, 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 down. And, you know, there's a lot of um, spins on that whole idea, but let's visit that a little bit, Furley. Tell us a little bit about your backstory and what brought you to what you do today. Oh, thank you so very much for allowing me to share this. Well, you know, when people see me, they could not believe that I represent the many ugly sides, the many dark sides of adversity in life. Um, so this is a message for all of you out there that you are not alone because I actually had been disabled for more than 10 years as a result of uh, an occupational hazard exposure. And I was told I could die at any time. So during the time that I was basically bedridden, I did not want to have any relationship because I didn't want to have to feel like I would burden anyone to have to take care of me. So actually, you know, I pushed people away. But of course, I met, you know, an amazing person who said that she would not go anywhere. And she would stand by me no matter what. And I really, really, really appreciated that. But And so I began to get a little bit better, you know. But during the time that I was gravely ill, I actually felt so sorry for myself. You know, looking back right now, I'm imagining how I felt then. And I get a little emotional even thinking about that. Because... When I was gravely ill, I would walk two feet and I would turn blue. Two steps is all it takes, and I was turn, I turned blue. And it was not a, a pretty place to be. And at that time, I did not have anybody in my life. And um, I could not even make it to the bathroom. And I said to myself, I wish I had somebody who loves me enough to wipe my ass. <laughs> yeah, you heard it right. The things that you don't realize until you need it, right? Right, right. But the whole point is that it's an awkward subject but the whole point is that we all would wish we have somebody who's going to be there for us through the most vulnerable moments of our life and so in my deathbed basically I began to look at a bedpan not as a toilet but as a symbol of unconditional love and believe it or not in my deathbed I designed a whole line of jewelry uh, inspired by bedpan it's called unconditional love collection and I have even a book coming out at the end of the year called Do You Love Me Enough to Wipe My Ass? And it talks about... Un- <laughs> I love it. It talks about unconditional love. But, okay, here I am. And I prayed to God, like I've never prayed before, like for another chance at life and then another chance at love. And I did get my miracle. I, that's another huge reason to be grateful, right? And so, yes. okay... I found love again. I, you know, I got married. I'm alive, first of all. Um, and then I got married. Yay, right? <laughs> well, yes. tragically, I lost my spouse to pancreatic cancer within eight months of our wedding day. Oh, wow. and, um, and then while my spouse was dying, I got laid off from my pharmaceutical sales job. I got flat broke, lost my home, went, you know, went into foreclosure, went bankrupt. And... Um, not a pretty place to be. It's almost like I've, I've been hit by a tsunami of adversity. But at that moment, I made a choice. 
I made a choice. I said to myself, I will not be defined by my adversities. I will make my mess my message. And so I started to write books. And uh, the first book I co-authored, uh, Empowering Transformations for Women, made it to Amazon bestseller in 10 different categories. A couple of years after that, I was a featured genius in a book called Pure Genius, where I spoke about my genius on resilience. And then um, just last so, and just last January, uh, I hit international best-selling author for women innovators. This is about you know people like what you describe as kick-ass, like badass type of women who who go after their vision and you know with confidence and just make it happen. And um, and so I, now I live my life to speak as a motivational speaker, writing books, you know, coaching people as a life coach. Um, teaching people to be confident and resilient and have, helping them find new beginnings despite it all. I've been widowed, and I've had a nasty, nasty divorce. And, you know, um, I've had many um, dysfunctional relationships as well. And I've learned many lessons. The whole point is that through all of that, you can either become bitter or you can become better. And I chose to be better. I decided to choose to pick all the life lessons, pick the pearls in all of those big, dark moments of your life and learn from it and move from it. The whole idea sometimes is that people find it hard to move and find it hard to be resilient because the biggest judge of themselves are themselves. It's not even like other people, they're so afraid of being judged by others. But the whole point is that it's actually themselves that are judging themselves that they're not capable or worthy of receiving love again. Or that they're worthy of, you know, finding somebody who's going to appreciate them despite what they've been through. And I am a living proof that when you choose resilience in your life, you will begin to attract a, a confident life, a magnificent life, and a life filled with really wonderful, you know, blessings. Because if you don't have your heart open, blessings cannot flow your way. You know what I always say also? When we get burned, when we get hurt, we build walls. Well, the walls can either prevent us from getting hurt but it also prevents love from flowing into our lives. So it's a catch-22, right? Mm-hmm. But the whole point is that it's all about t- taking chances. Take chances in life. The worst thing that would happen is that you're going to be back to the same place. But guess what? Because you tap into your resilience, you will find that you'll be able to find another new beginning. Because if that did not happen, you know what, you know, I'm... I'm not religious, but I'm spiritual. But I always believe that life's rejection is God's protection. Perhaps there's a reason why one relationship did not work out. Maybe you're being seasoned to perfection. Maybe you are just being chiseled to the right mold that you were born to be, for that perfect, magnificent being that you are. But you got to own. You have to own your magnificence. You got to own your brilliance. You you have to. Beauty is not surface deep. Beauty is what is deep in your heart and in your soul, your beautiful energy, your vibrant spirit. Because if you don't think 
for a minute that you're worthy, if you don't think that you have value to share, if you don't think you're beautiful, nobody else will think that you are. You know so what I always say? It's, yeah, right. So we have to take a quick break, but I do want to come back to this because you've brought up so many huge points and, and your own story is, you know, makes all of us feel like, okay, look at where she is today and look at what you went through. So when we come back from this really quick break, we're going to talk about that. We want to know what steps you took to dig yourself out from that place that you were that was so dark and how others can apply that into their lives despite where they are. So all of you stay with us because you don't want to miss one word of this interview. All right, we'll see you in a minute. Hey, this is me, Dory, and I want to express how grateful I am for you joining me on my show. And for this, I have a very special gift for you that I am super excited to tell you about. It's a tool. And it's a tool that I have for those of you who are in a relationship and maybe feeling frustration and anxiety revolving around this partnership, like all of us do at some point, right? But it doesn't have to stay this way. The tool I'm talking about is my Energized Relationship Quiz. All you do is you simply answer six super simple questions, enter your email, and then my custom diagnosis will pop up and reveal the relationship issue. After that, it'll give you the tools to change your situation starting today, right away, right now. So stop arguing over the same things. Get your relationship back to that healthy and happy place you want it. And love being with your partner again. Yes, it can happen. Here's the coolest part. It's free. And like I said earlier, it's only six super easy questions. So all you have to do is go to my Facebook page, which is the at sign, Midori Verity, and type quiz in my messenger, and it'll take you right to the quiz. If you have questions, simply ask me on Messenger, and I'll personally answer. In fact, I would love to hear your feedback. So once again, just go to my Facebook page, which is the at sign, Midori Verity, and type quiz in my messenger. That's it look forward to connecting with you. All right, you guys, we are here with Miss Furley Almonte, and we are talking all about resilience and confidence and love and kicking ass. And so it has been, actually, Furley just shared an incredible story of where she was in life and how she got to where she is now. And, and so, Furley, I, I'd like you to share some tips with our audience of things that they can start doing today to help them rebound and help them get out of that. If, if they happen to be in a dark space, how to, how to get out of that and start feeling more positive and see the light again. Let's, let's talk about that. Yeah, actually I always share, if I have to summarize it in three steps, I actually have three steps that are crucial to be able to live a confident and resilient life in a relationship, in any relationship. First, make a decision. Because, you know, a lot of people are so indecisive. Um, they second-guess themselves, you know, because they don't have that confidence. And so when you make a decision to take action, 
what's going to happen is that your life will begin to change. But the, the, the whole idea is that when you make a decision, you will realize that your fear of staying where you are in life is greater than your fear of the unknown. Many do not take action because they're afraid of the unknown. But the whole point is that but when, if you make a decision that where you are right now, this miserable life that you have, this, uh, you know, um, a, a job that does not fulfill you, you are in a marriage that's loveless and, and you know, where you don't feel appreciated and when, where you, you're not uh, loved and, and um, actually you're, you no longer have that kind of intimacy that you yearn for in life. Make a decision. Do you want to work it out and really give it your best shot? Or you move forward in life, but you got to make a decision. That's where it all starts. And the second step is, if you do not know where to start and you're afraid, seek help. Seek the help of a coach. If um, you're ready for a relationship, hire a relationship coach. Get a life coach. You know, be around people in a support group that would be able to actually elevate you to the best that you can be. People who believe in you. You have to surround your people who actually will bring out the best in you. Um, and when you don't be around people who are toxic, who are like naysayers and all that, because those are going to just drain you and actually suppress your growth. So take the help of others. Number three, take action. When you say take action, implement what you learn. Implement what you, what your coach is you know asking you to to um, to get more committed to doing. Um, get uh, you know go out there and actually get out of your shell. Do something about yourself, your life, your image, your uh, your energy. Um, get involved in different uh, say for example clubs that would actually will bring out uh, your natural interests and passions so that you will be surrounded by the right people in life. But you got to take action because you know what they say, an idea without action is just a wish. So you can't get stuck wishing that you will have the perfect partner or the perfect job or the, the most incredible sexy marriage that you've been dying to have. If you're not going to do your part of it, there is no way that you're going to attract that in your life. So make a decision. Surround yourself with people who will lift you up. That means coaches, friends, you know, support groups. And then take action. Take massive action. Do everything it takes to transform your life, your surrounding, your energy, your community, so that you can be lifted to the best uh, person that you can and thereby also attracting the right relationships in your life. Yes. And okay, so I have been taking notes. I hope all of you who are listening are taking notes because you hit, you're absolutely right. You have to make a decision in your mind. Mentally, there's, you know, I'm cutting the bridge. I'm not going back to this life that I might. No more. I, I, just say, that I, I no longer want to marinate in this misery. I'm done. Yes. Okay. On to the next thing. And then just stick to it. Like, and then don't look back. Because if you keep, you know, if you 
cut your losses. Cut your losses because what happens with people is like, oh my gosh, I invested 20 years of my life, ta-ta-ta, ta-ta-ta. You know, the whole point is that are you going to invest the next 10 years of your life feeling miserable? And let me just bring up, you're totally right. Let me bring up one little um, survey that, or not a little survey, it was a huge survey that was huge, very well done, um, referred to study that was done about exactly what you're talking about. If you are in a relationship that's absolutely miserable, you're fighting a lot, there is no love left. Even if you have kids, but you are miserable there is a long, long study that was done and it was taught, talked about in a TED talk that shows, that proves it is better for you to get out of it. It's better for your children for you to get out of that relationship rather than stay in it. So those of you who are just holding on because you are doing it for your kids, I applaud you and being dedicated to your children. However, if it is an abusive relationship, if it is a relationship that is unhealthy and it has been for a long, long time, despite both of you working on it, it may be time to let go. And so Furley did hit on that. And once you decide on that, do it in the most healthy way and and use the tools that Furley talked about. So number one was make that decision. Number two is to get that support, whether it's a support group, whether it's a coach, whether it's being around other positive people, this is key to your success. And number three, taking massive action, not taking action, massive action. She used that adverb, massive action. I <laughs> Not just taking little baby steps, but being totally dedicated to it. And my God, you're going to see your life change and you're going to see that hope and you're going to see it really quickly. So, And sometimes you will fail. Sometimes you'll get rejections. Mm-hmm. But guess what? It's okay. You just yeah. learn from it. And I love what you, you, you said about that study. Thank you for sharing that because the whole point also is that many of these couples actually end up becoming better people and better friends not being together as a couple. Mm-hmm. Better they, parents. Like, right? Like, you know, I'm just saying because I've heard so many people, like, it's almost like um, it's actually a refreshing um, thought when you see ex divorces actually getting better as friends and they even know the current um, spouses and they get along because they're, they're better off as friends than they are together. And um, the whole point is that you owe it to yourself. You need to be happy, too, because we are always, you know, looking out for, okay, what will other people say? Um, How about the children, you know? But guess what? We also want to teach our children to be resilient because if our, if the example that we show them is that we will just basically stick it out and suck it up despite the misery that's exactly the lesson that you want them to learn so that they're going to say that they have to just settle. Right. Is that what you want them to be? Right? Yeah, we're the model. We're the model for our children. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Gosh, I love those. Okay, for those of you who heard this and didn't weren't able to write it down, I'm going to repeat one of Furley's. She has a lot of quotes. And I think I'm going to make some little, um, little, are they memes? Like little pictures with with your sayings on it because they're they're so awesome the one that you said an idea without action is just a wish 
Did you all hear that? That is huge. So therefore, get out there and take action. Take that massive action. And like Furley said, you're not going to win everything. There are going to be stumbling blocks. There are going to be obstacles in the way. That's why you surround yourself with those people who are supportive and positive. And if you're able to get a coach who will help you understand what's going on and help you get through those challenges much quicker and much more effectively. And when, yeah, when they have coaches also, because sometimes when we're too emotionally involved, we're too close to the situation, we don't see things very objectively. However, working with a coach, you know, a counselor, you know, a therapist, whatever you're, you, you, you know, wherever you are in your life, whatever it is that you need, get the support. But these people, these professionals, will actually allow you to be able to see things from a whole different perspective that you won't be able to do if you are too close to the situation. So when you, you know, get a third, a third eye, you know, that would actually see things a little bit differently. Agreed. Yeah, because when you're in the midst of it and those emotions are taking over your body and your brain, you all have heard me talk about this. When you're emotions are super heightened. We don't think clearly all the time. And so we're seeing things from a kind of a skewed perspective. That's why it's so important to have those other people to balance it off of and to get a better perspective to help you get on your way. Okay. So we're going to go into a really quick break one more time. And when we come back, we are going to talk all about romance and love and having a long-term relationship. So be ready. Get your notepad ready if you don't already have it. So we'll be right back. Hey, this is me, Dory, and I want to express how grateful I am for you joining me on my show. And for this, I have a very special gift for you that I am super excited to tell you about. It's a tool, and it's a tool that I have for those of you who are in a relationship and maybe feeling frustration and anxiety revolving around this partnership, like all of us do at some point, right? But it doesn't have to stay this way. The tool I'm talking about is my Energized Relationship Quiz. All you do is you simply answer six super simple questions, enter your email, and then my custom diagnosis will pop up and reveal the relationship issue. After that, it'll give you the tools to change your situation starting today, right away, right now. So stop arguing over the same things. Get your relationship back to that healthy and happy place you want it. And love being with your partner again. Yes, it can happen. Here's the coolest part. It's free. And like I said earlier, it's only six super easy questions. So all you have to do is go to my Facebook page, which is the at sign, Midori Verity, and type quiz in my messenger. And it'll take you right to the quiz. If you have questions, simply ask me on Messenger and I'll personally answer. In fact, I would love to hear your feedback. So once again, just go to my Facebook page, which is the at sign Midori Verity and type quiz in my Messenger. That's it. I look forward to connecting with you. Hello, everyone. We are sitting here with Miss Furley Almonte and we are having an incredible conversation about resilience and building confidence and relationships that might not be working the way that we all want to. So now we are going to acquiesce into 
those relationships that we do want to nurture and build. Because no matter what, you can be with an incredible person, but if you are not feeding that relationship in a healthy way, it's not going to blossom like we've been talking about. So I have to say, so I've known Furley for a while. We've been involved with some different groups and uh, she just radiates this this inner positivity and beauty and, and shine. She like sparkles diamonds. It's, it's incredible. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but she does. And when she's with Christine, who's hey, also no equally, one. <laughs> her wife, yeah, she, she, she's equally as fabulous and she has that same radiance. They, you can just see them together. And so we're going to be visiting that right now. We're going to talk about that because Furley has, as she shared in this conversation today, it hasn't always, in some of the other relationships that she's been involved with, it hasn't always been diamonds and sparkles. So let's talk about that. What are some of the things, Furley, that you and Christine do to keep that romance alive? Okay, first of all, we talk to each other with respect all the time. You know, um, many people could actually relate to this. Sometimes we speak kinder to other people, like we say please and we say thank you to to a stranger if they, you know, if we, we want something passed or we want something done. We're more, uh, we're more quick to show appreciation and respect to others. However, you know, you would notice sometimes. Um, for our own spouses or, you know, significant partners in life, we don't even say thank you or please sometimes, right? And it's like, give me that, hand me that, okay? And then you don't say thank you. With me and Christine, we always say please and we say thank you and we say it and we're very mindful of our tone because more often than not, it is not what is said. It's the the way it is said, the semantics. The tone. It's. Um, I'm trying to remember who is the author of that. That they're saying that some, you know, fights happen. Ten percent is not the content. It's actually ninety percent. It's because of the tone it's delivered. That's one thing, and we. Um, so that's one thing we speak to each other with love and respect all the time, and uh, we we are, we're always very mindful of our of doing work to continuously nurture our relationship. We talk about our dreams fearlessly. You know, um, there's, no, there's no fear in, in wh- when we communicate. It's really free and open communication so that you don't feel that you are going to be judged or you're going to be reprimanded because you have this ridiculous idea. So, you know, it's nice to be able to feel free around each other. And let me, I got to, I got to pause you for a second there because a lot of people, you know, when this is a topic that I get a lot from my clients is that they know that they should be respectful of each other. But when you're together with someone for a long time and you have the stresses of life, you know, we are, you come home from your job and maybe your boss yelled at you or your kids are driving you up the wall or whatever it is, or you're, your stress of our finances, whatever happens in our lives, sometimes we can have moments of weakness where we we talk in a tone that is more disrespectful. Just like you said, it might not be the words that you're saying, but it's the way, the manner in which you deliver the message. And so I want to hit on that for a second because I want us to, you know, I, I, I'm always trying to help with coaching whenever I can. And 
you know, for many of you know that my partner, my husband and I, we've been together for 30 years. And so I'll admit there are many things where I want to take my shoe and I want to just chuck it at his head because he's driving me nuts. That's the reality <laughs> of life and relationships. It just happens, but I love him to death. But it's important for us to pause sometimes. And when we notice that we are in a bad mood, that we maybe are not being our best selves, to be able to have the integrity to apologize and come back and you know what? I understand that you're upset with me and it's probably because I'm a grumpy in a grumpy mood and I did not say that the way that I intended. I totally love you and I apologize for that. And it's me, it's it's me. And just being able to own it because whoever your partner is, they're going to get it. They're going to get that we have moments of weakness because we all do. And so it's something to remember, but it's something to be mindful of. And I believe we've brought up that term a couple of times in this conversation, but being mindful of that, that the way that we come across sometimes, we may not intend it, but sometimes our uh, our grumpiness, and I'm speaking of myself, quite honestly, sometimes our grumpy, grumpiness gets the best of us, but it's important to acknowledge it and take it on and be and to own it. And your partner will forgive you for that. So, yeah, yeah. I, I love, I love that, you know, because first of all, respect each other's silence because sometimes we're, we feel crabby and all that. And apologizing without feeling like you, you, you're devaluing yourself because you have to admit that you, you did something wrong. There's nothing wrong about it. That's actually very sexy. And that, you know, um, because, by the way, one of the things that I do, I find myself doing, if I'm in a real bad mood, I announce it. I announce it so that it does not, it does not get received unfavorably. So it's like, I'm not really in a very good mood right now, so please forgive me if I am, I, I'd like to be my, by myself right now. I actually say that and, and respect that space that's being asked. And um, because we all have, want to have our quiet moments, your me moments, you know. And yeah. um, again, take a moment like today when I picked up the phone and I called Christine. Hi, honey, what's up? And I said, well, I just wanted to let you know that I miss you. And then she started to giggle. So we're like kids, you know. <laughs> so we're like kids. I just miss you. I want to hear your voice. And like, you know, I want to feel your body. <laughs> and, then, you know, and, then, and then she's just like, uh-oh. You know, sometimes you don't let that playfulness and childlike wonder get out of that marriage. Because those little things, you know, that little gentle touch. The way you look at each other, the way you gaze at each other, there's so much that you can see by, by the way people look at each other. It's almost like some people don't even make eye contact. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's almost like they can't stand the sight of each other. So, you know, yeah. I, I challenge you guys, look at each other and actually say, I love you and mean it. And then when you kiss, mean it. Don't just like do a pet, you know, that kind of thing. You know, okay, so I got to pause you for another second. So one thing that I wanted to hit on that you're talking about right now is that, you know, flirt with each other, flirt with each other, tell one another. However, sometimes, you know, I keep going back to this because I, I get this from my clients all the time. So that's why I keep reverting back to certain things. Sometimes we haven't, we haven't done that in a long time. We haven't paid attention to our relationships. So animosity has built and we've become disconnected. So just going all of a sudden starting to flirt might feel really uncomfortable. So if that is the case, here's what I suggest. Start off with baby steps. Maybe write a little sticky note and just say, I just want you to know that I do love you. 
Start with that and do that, you know, once a day for a week and then build up a little bit. Maybe kind of like play with their hair or make them a cocktail when they get home. Do little things to show appreciation and start to build on it, but be conscious of it. Write down what you're going to do because it's easy to forget. But when you do notice that you're in that part of your life where you've become disconnected and you're just struggling to get through whatever challenge you're in, start to rebuild that connection slowly and you will start to see your partners building up the trust again with you just by doing little things like what what Furley has said. You know, call up your partner and say, you know what, I just really wanted to hear your voice and to let you know I miss you. Maybe we can go out this weekend and go get a drink, or maybe we can go for a walk later. Those little things are so impactful, and I promise you, your partner will be open to receiving that. Does that make sense? Have you ever felt like that, Furley, where I know you and Christine have a a beautiful relationship, but have you ever been in a relationship where it has become disconnected and you're just trying to get through and and find a way to reconnect again? Oh, actually, like uh, when you said th- about disconnect, I said like that is a really powerful word, connection, because a lot of people are in a relationship, but they uh, they don't they lack actually they lack that connection, and connection comes from true meaningful, um, you know, understanding of each other, you know, through you know, through love and and all that, and being able to to communicate freely. Not a, not a monologue, but a real meaningful dialogue without fear of being reprimanded or fear of being judged or suppressed. And, um, and, and that's a beautiful thing. Connection encompasses a lot because that could be emotional, intellectual connection, you know, like even connection with the interest and the passion. And, and now also, very importantly, shared vision. When you have that yes. kind of connection, when you have a shared vision in life and you're going towards the same goal, you will realize you are one in the relationship. Yeah. And, and that's what something that I teach with all my clients is having that shared goal. Because if you want a long-term relationship, you need to keep that excitement built up. And so I talk about dopamine and endorphins and dopamine. Do you know this, Furley? Dopamine is that same drug that's release, released in your brain. Is that chemical that's released in our body. That happens when you do cocaine. Really? <laughs> yes, it is. And so the fact behind this, not that I'm out doing cocaine, that is not the message that I'm delivering y'all. My <laughs> message is, is that we crave that dopamine. That's why people get a, get addicted to drugs. And so when you first fall in love and you are romancing each other, Dopamine is flowing freely through your life. And the way that you keep that going is by having, creating common goals that you're super excited about. So exactly what Furley's talking about, dream big and get excited and work together. Create that synergy where you guys are supporting each other to get to where you want to go to have that blossoming life. Oh my gosh, Furley, we could go on and on because this is so much fun. And there's, oh my gosh, there's just so much to talk about, but you've hit on so many important topics and you're, I absolutely, a hundred percent, everything that you've talked about, I agree, agree with you. And oh, same thing with the, me because you are amazing at what you do. And, you know, you are saving many relationships and marriages by just being uh, the brilliant genius that you are. So thank you very much for all that you are, Midori. 
Oh, okay, did you all hear that? I think that you should all write that down really quick. <laughs> the brilliant genius that I am. <laughs> Thank oh, you. Yeah, I, oh, I so yeah. appreciate that. I love that. I'm, I'm radiating a little bit. You can't see me, but I think I'm radiating a little bit. And also I'm going to work on, and I want everybody who's listening to work on this, having that unstoppable sexiness taking steps right. to do that. In fact, I want you to write down, go to our Facebooks, go to Furley's Facebook, go to my Facebook, tag us. So at me, Dory Verity and Furley, what's yours? At Furley El Monte. Is that your? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. So tag That's us and let us know what you are doing to build up your unstoppable sexiness in your relationship. <laughs> because I think that that is such a buzzword and I'm going to be keeping that in my pocket from now on. But before we go, you guys all, I know you want to connect with Furley. So Furley, tell us how people can can find out more information about you and, and learn yeah. and learn from you. Where can we find you? Um, at www.furley, that's F-E-R-L-I-E, Almonte, A-L-M-O-N-T-E dot com. So actually, whether it be Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, you know, it's all under Furley Almonte. I'll, I'll try to keep it simple. And uh, as a matter of fact, I have like a freebie that I have in there about the 10 must-do simple, soulful, and sexy changes in yourself that will make you a magnet to the right mate, to money, and to meaningful living. Uh, Do we still have time for me to share three quick tips? Yes, do it. Go for it. Okay. All right. Okay. So here are three quick tips on what you can do to live a resilient and confident life in your relationship. Number one, be the person you want to attract. You know, as the saying goes, yeah, don't attract what you want. You attract what you are. So start by changing yourself. So don't, don't put out there that you want to attract this kind of person who is tall, dark, handsome, um, you know, fabulous, uh, uh, you know, generous, kind, respectful, and loving when you are not that kind of person yourself. So start with that. And exemplify it and take the lead. And you will attract the same type of person. And then number two. Don't penalize your future with mistakes of your past. More often than not, we get hysterical and historical about, you know, the the, uh, the way we were burned or j- have been jaded before. So when, uh, just like what I said earlier, when we build walls, we prevent love from flowing in. Even if you say that you get protected, you also prevent love from flowing into your life. And the third one is let go of possessions and emotions that do not belong to your future or serve your needs and vision in life. Reinvent your image, reignite your love life, redirect your energy to what's positive and meaningful. I love it. You heard it here. Those were, you have such great tips, Furley. I love that. And I, I, I encourage all of you to go to her website and take advantage of the free gift that she has there. Because as you can see, she is very authentic. She is very soul-driven and heart-centered. And what she teaches comes out exactly like that. So I do... You know, from my that. own personal experience, I've learned the hard way. You don't have to. <laughs> so, yes, <laughs> you don't have to. <laughs> That's why I've made my mess, my messages, like what I said. And I look forward to one day doing a whole big live event with Jimmy Dory. We have to come <sighs> visit that again because we, it's going to be one spectacular, happy, 
event, um, it's going to be making a lot of uh, couples unstop- unstoppably sexy. Yes, that, that's, let's make that the name of it. I love it, Furley. I'm totally in. So you guys pay attention and I will, we'll be talking about that more. But next week, I want you all to know that I have an, another incredible guest and her name is Nikki Williams and she's going to be talking all about happy hormone, hormones. So those of you who have suffered with hormonal issues and this goes for men and women. You want to be here because this lady is the best of the best. So as always, you guys, we talked about in the beginning, I am signing off by reminding you to show a gratitude attitude to those you love. Say one positive thing to your partner every single day of what you are grateful for. Remember what I talked about in the very beginning, write down everything that you're grateful for. That is free. That didn't cost you any money and review that every single day. All right, you guys, I love you and I will see you all next week. Thanks for being here with us. Thanks for listening to the Kick-Ass Relationship Show with Midori Verity. We hope you've enjoyed the show and want to share the love by passing on our web address, midoriverity.com forward slash show to your friends and colleagues. Be sure to check out our archive section on our website for previous shows. This has been a Midori Verity International Production. Join us next time on the Kick-Ass Relationship Show to add passion and fun to enjoy the most extraordinary relationship and life.